When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. I'm here today with a special message for the moms and dads who listen to this podcast about how to put on your own mental oxygen mask first so that you can be strong and calm for your kids, or even if you don't have kids, so you can be strong for the folks in your life who might be freaking out right about now about the coronavirus. But first, a little story. At 10 o'clock on March 1st, which was a Sunday night, I did something I know better than to do. I checked the news headlines on my phone. That's how I learned the first coronavirus case in my state had been confirmed, in the town whose border lies only two blocks away from my house. If there's one night a week when I often have a harder time sleeping than others, it's Sunday night. My mind is starting to anticipate what I need to get done during the next five days. So this was an especially silly decision on my part. Needless to say, I didn't do much sleeping that night. My tiredness the next day only added to my stress and made it more challenging to be a source of strength for my elementary schooler and middle schooler, who were starting to have a lot of questions about the virus. Questions we really didn't have the answers to yet. If you're a parent, you're facing a double whammy right now of managing your own anxieties about the news cycle while also modeling resilience and stress management for your kids. Because let's face it, something as big as a global pandemic is bound to trigger stress, and stress lowers immunity all on its own. When you add in lost sleep, that toll rises higher. Plus, stress and bad sleep both impair good decision-making. And when you're a parent, decision-making is pretty much a daily job requirement, especially now when you're having to decide whether or not to leave the house or get together with friends or what to keep on hand in your cupboards or whether to go to the doctor. The list goes on, as I'm sure you know. Since we need as many clear-thinking people as possible to curtail the virus's spread, and because your kids are looking to you for direction, Today, I want to share with you five ways to keep your coronavirus anxiety in check. The first, and maybe the hardest, is to check, is to choose when you'll check in. The first, and maybe the hardest, is to choose when you'll check in. I've done an episode on this idea before, that there's a time and a place for everything, and that includes when to consume your coronavirus news. As my experience illustrates, that time is not right before bed. It's also not a great idea to do it when the kids are likely to need your attention because getting interrupted while reading something stressful can easily cause you to overreact. And then that causes your upset to get passed on to your kid. Think about times during the day when you aren't on hands-on mom duty. Designating a time to read the news will make it easier to refrain from hovering over your phone all day just in case there's news. Once you find that time, you also want to give yourself a buffer of some time where you can digest what you've learned before you go back into mom mode. 
For example, try reading the news just before you start cooking dinner because the physical movement and specific objective will help quiet your mind. You can also go on a walk after checking in because movement plus nature equals a mental reboot. Or if you've got a pet, spend a few minutes cuddling them because it'll get get some oxytocin, aka the love hormone, flowing to make it easier to be present with your kids. Another time that you want to schedule is your worry time. Let's face it, you're going to have some worries. One thing motherhood will teach you is to compartmentalize. And now's the perfect time to put that superpower to good use by giving yourself permission to worry during a specific and finite period of time every day. Maybe it's 15 minutes right after the kids go to bed or before they wake up in the morning. Whenever your worry time is, write down or share out loud with someone you trust everything you're anxious about. Writing and sharing helps get all that stress and anxiety out of your head and onto the page so that you don't have to keep rehashing it in your mind. A great way to protect your mental health, especially during times of enforced isolation, is to stay connected to others. But you have to be thoughtful about this. Now is not the best time to be in close contact with the chicken littles in your life. Whose judgment do you trust? Whose perspective do you value? Reach out to them when you need shoring up. For those folks in your life who are generally more in need of moral support, reach out to them when you're feeling the most even-keeled so that you have strength to lend. And finally, model self-care. Now, I know how tempting it is to tell yourself that you don't have time or energy for self-care when you're stressed, but tough times are when you need the steadiness of self-care the most. Also, remember that kids watch you to learn how they should respond to crises. Let them see you doing a couple of yoga poses, journaling, or going for a walk to clear your head, even if it's just in your yard. Tell them while you're doing it. You can say, this helps me feel better, and then invite them to join you. That way, you'll spread calm instead of anxiety. I wrote an article about this very topic for Motherly, which is a great website for moms. You can go there and search for Kate Hanley, and it'll come up. I am sending you tons of good vibes for patience and mental resilience right now. People have lived through tough times before and together we'll live through them again. We can do hard things. Be sure to come back next week when I'll be airing a special theme week called Happy at Home so that you can make the most out of the extra time we're all likely to be spending at home. Take good care and I'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 